1: Hello, everyone. Welcome and gather around, everybody. We're doing we're doing the podcast. Everybody, come, 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 come here. Hi.
0: All right. Let's go.
1: Oh, (laughs) I didn't like that at all. (laughs) That's how he says it. All right.
0: Let's go. Let's go. I didn't even hear that part. It's in the very
1: beginning. I during probably. the during the Super Smash Brothers section of the trailer. I, I probably should have watched it a second time before <laughs> the start of this. Uh, I watched it one and a half times maybe.
0: I watched it one first time I watched it was on my phone holding my son. Okay. who was very fussy, but I watched it cuz that's dedication to the art. Sure. And the second time I watched it in peace, mostly just to get the end cuz like his his last line in this trailer. So that, we'll get to that it.
1: That I I watched a couple times. Yeah. I, had to, I had to dunk on it a little bit. <laughs> uh, Will, you want to try that first? I do want to try it. So the, Bob Bob yeah. pulls
0: out of nowhere this uh, Nitro Pepsi Draft Cola. I've heard of it. I'm always curious with fancy sodas from the major soda providers out there. I am hesitant, though, because right on the can it says Smaller Bubbles. And that, like, kind of defeats the purpose of soda.
1: I don't want to say anything. To, oh, God. Jesus Christ. I don't want to say anything to to skew your opinion of it. Okay. So I will hold my... Yeah, that's the thing that happened. It exploded the first time that I tried it. <laughs> it's about, it exploded everywhere. How does it, it explode there's less carbonation? I don't... It's smaller bubbles, but bigger explosions. I guess. Is the thing. You'll also notice uh, we have a new background. Uh, I ran out of wood paneling. <laughs> so one of the battles does that the thing I have it though I got more I'll do it later um it tastes like flat Pepsi yeah that's the thing Why? that's the, the thing with it is that it tastes like flat Pepsi it's who, stupid it's dumb
0: who would you, who would like
1: that but after having like half a can yeah. I kinda I'm kinda into it No, nah, I don't I don't think I like that I don't think I like that I'm only all. having it because I didn't have enough time to make a coffee
0: so I'm having this fair <laughs> enough and I know you like your nitro brewed coffee so what you know nitro brewed cola is like the same
1: thing nitro co nitro brewed soda you're right it defeats the purpose yes it's smaller bubbles it's 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 smoother but like in texture yeah uh, with coffee it makes it uh like like thicker like 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 a like right. foamier yeah and uh, and the bubbles last longer but in soda it's it's stupid it doesn't, yeah. doesn't make any sense anyway Hi, guys. We're, oh, all here. we're a video game podcast. We're a video game podcast. And we also do snacks sometimes. Yeah. Thank you, Beats Forte, for the eight months. I feel like it's been more than that, but thank you anyway. Oh, I forgot to pull up. Uh, and Razzle Jazzle, thanks for the 28 months. Uh, am I? Okay. I thought I was having a stroke. It looked like things were not working out, but they are. Uh, the power went out in the basement a couple times. I was filming some stuff, so hopefully that doesn't happen oh,
0: We'll have to speed run this podcast. We'll have to speed run this podcast.
1: <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's get right into talking about the trailer. Yes. I put in here a link to the, um, Nintendo Nintendo Life Life article because they have pictures and Mm -hmm. we like pictures, don't we?
0: Makes our life easier. So here
1: it is. Uh, the second trailer for the upcoming Super Mario movie has just dropped and it's jam-packed full of references, characters, and moments that series fans will love. Most importantly... If the leaks and yesterday's tweet from Nintendo didn't give it away, we got our first look at Princess Peach voice acted by Anya Taylor-Joy, who made a brief appearance during the direct. It looks like the Mushroom Kingdom's ruler is going to take part in the action, as she absolutely deserves to. We should probably talk about that. Yes. Did you see before the trailer? did you watch that stuff no i didn't watch the i didn't watch the direct itself so you know how last time they had chris pratt and uh jack black talking yes chris pratt was very cringy yes this time they started with anya taylor joy okay she was great yeah uh she said uh she said here we go okay so she said it right English is not her first language, though, so... No, she said it right. She said the right thing. Instead of, here we come, she said, here we go. But he says, let us go. He says, here we go. He just said that, too.
0: Oh, He's right, bold. he did
1: a little ball. Oh. I don't remember exactly what she said, but she said, go and not come. Right. So, I like her more. Fair enough. <laughs> then we saw Seth Rogen, okay. who uh, looked like he was in, like, a villa or some He's shit. He's probably high. <laughs> uh he was he's talking about how he's loved nintendo all his time ever since he played on a play choice 10 he named oh that's that's uh that's specific and he didn't have to think about it yeah although it did look a little bit like he was reading off of the script uh so he and then he also said that his dog's name is zelda and then he showed the dog so he he, i heard about that he had to prove his chops that he's a nintendo (laughs) fan um So whatever, all that happened, and then they finally showed the trailer. Uh, Anyway, also joining Peach in the trailer is Donkey Kong, played by Seth Rogen, who revealed he owned a Play Choice 10 and has a dog named Zelda. Donkey Kong looks to be an enemy, at least initially. Uh, Definitely initially, Yes. later we see him riding a a cart. Uh, Taking on Chris Pratt's Mario on top of some iconic red girders like you know like yes. donkey kong yes <laughs> uh we also got a bunch uh, a much better look at luigi who only made a brief cameo at the end of the first teaser take a look at some shots from the movie and here they are yes uh, i also want to bring up they, ma- they have promotional images uh that prove that it looks to be like brooklyn do, do we have yeah. this discussion how in- I- we don- we're not sure if it's gonna be new donk city or brooklyn
0: yeah, no, we did, and it does look like they're going the the classic Mario story route, and that they are plum- plumbers from actual Brooklyn who get transported to the mystical realm of the Mushroom Kingdom. Right. Whereas in the current games' canon, they were just always residents of the Mushroom Kingdom.
1: Yeah, well, it's confusing. There's, yeah, there's there's a bunch of different canons. Uh, it, in Odyssey, it seemed like they were they could have been from New Donk City, yeah. or at least they had something to do with New well, Donk. Well, Yoshi's
0: City. Island too. They like they
1: were babies in the Mushroom Kingdom, so babies in the Mushroom Kingdom or baby. Well, yeah, no. Well, yeah, and then how did wait how, in, so, in Yoshi's Island too? How do they end up on Yoshi's Island?
0: I think they're on their the stork is bringing them to the Mushroom Kingdom, uh, but they land in
1: Yoshi's Island. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh. There's a lot of, like, I guess you would, I mean, references to the game, but there's a lot of, like, they threw a lot of, like, level, like, assets. Yeah. Around. There,
0: there were, like, there were um, the sections where Mario's actually platforming and, like, you know, on, on platforms from the game, just, like, hovering in
1: the air like they would be in the game. Yeah, I'm con- I'm confused yeah, like, by that.
0: <laughs> like, why are those there?
1: Yeah, why is th- this image right here? Yeah. Why is that a thing? Like, you have to, like... Maybe she's, like... Maybe Princess Peach is trying to, like... Like, this is
0: an obstacle course. He has to do, has to pass it in order to, you know, prove that he's the worthy hero. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh,
1: also, here's a, a bunch of smart-looking toads yeah. around a map of, I guess, the Mushroom Kingdom and all of the other islands yeah. and such things that i guess bowser is looking to take over maybe until um, they make their way over to the mushroom kingdom
0: now three of those islands look exactly the same <laughs> <laughs> usually the the joke is what is it it's grass world ice world lava world desert worlds um, yeah you know and they they're just like no one desert world three green worlds and two
1: lava worlds well i think that one of those lava worlds was the ice world Okay. And then Bowser took over, and now it's in flames. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it's the one on the right. You see at the very end, there's some ice. Yes. Yeah, that one is the okay. one that uh, that Bowser took over. Uh, and it seems as though, uh, Princess Peach is like the badass here. It seems like yeah. she might be the actual hero, <laughs> which is which is an interesting way to go. Like, and that's, I mean, I'm down you know, for
0: that. That's not a bad thing, but I think. You know, we're getting the Super Mario Brothers movie, and it's already—it looks like Luigi's the one who gets kidnapped.
1: Yeah, which is I'm, I'm which honestly is, fine with. Which is
0: already like an interesting twist on the formula. But yeah. you know, you go to a Super Mario Brothers movie, you expect to see Super Mario do cool stuff. If they're gonna right. make him like kind of useless for the majority of the movie, you know that. I don't. I don't know what kind of creative decision that is. To be honest with you, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, they're they're changing it up a little bit. I'm yeah, I'm cool with that. And like, it's nothing wrong with changing it up. It's just,
0: you know, why why would you go see a Spider Man movie if Spider Man
1: sucked the entire time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like Mario is going to be like figuring out his, yeah. his, his his like abilities and stuff. Yeah. Uh, in in the uh... oh, of course, I got rid of it. Oh, there it is. It it in this you see uh Princess Peach touches a fire flower and, yeah. and looks like she gains an ability from that. And then you also have uh Mario with the uh Tanuki suit. Yes. So it looks like he's getting some abilities from there, and also mm-hmm. you have uh Mario in a cart. Yes. Uh it Mad Max style, it yeah, looks like.
0: But still in a cart. So between that and the beginning of the trailer, which I know some people are saying that it, it's a reference to the original Donkey Kong. To me, that just straight up looked like a Super Smash Bros. reference. Cause the it, fight. The fight between yeah, yeah. Mario and Donkey Kong. It looks like they're not just pulling from the main Super Mario Brothers games. They're pulling from Everything. all yeah. Super Mario Brothers games. So, I, there's I probably, really probably going to be a
1: golf section yeah. in this movie. They'll play sports with each other. Maybe the final battle will be a sport. Yeah. I'm... I don't fault them for not doing like a traditional Donkey Kong situation because there's not much to go off of for traditional. Right. Also different girl in Donkey Kong. True. Okay. So let's, let's go to that now. Okay. Um, I didn't put this in there, but I could just show you here's uh, a promotional image. Yeah, I
0: saw the poster. Yeah. Uh,
1: this is what I saw that was like, okay, this is Brooklyn because they are on what appears to be Brooklyn Avenue. (laughs) So at the very least, yeah, New Donk City has a Brooklyn Avenue, <laughs> uh, but this does look like more Brooklyn than New Donk City. Yeah. Also, that's a New York license plate. Oh yeah. Uh, so, also, th- this is what everybody was pointing out. That right there looks like Pauline. Yes. Uh, I don't know if it is, but it—that's her outfit. Yes. You know, it definitely looks like her, mm-hmm. uh, and she's got the brown hair, and and she's tall, and actually, the faces look a little Pauline. Uh, it could just be an Easter egg. I don't yeah. Know. And then here they have Super Mario Brothers plumbing and it looks like that's that's traditional yeah, that's Mario just the, illustration right there.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the cover art for the first game in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> just without the plunger. So uh,
1: I like this. This is this looks awesome.
0: Yeah. But the movie like on a whole, aside from like your tip like the typical like jokes and stuff that you would see in a kid's movie like this. It looks like a good movie.
1: It looks like what you want out of a Mario Brothers movie. What I don't like is the rest of the promotional images. We're the Mario Brothers. Plum- plumbing's our game. Okay. Get a game. Do you get that? No. Game. Can you
0: explain it to me in
1: excruciating detail? Game. They're video game characters.
0: Oh! Yeah! So here, you just
1: got Luigi'd. <laughs> okay. This one doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> these are gonna go on folders that five year olds are gonna bring mm-hmm. to kindergarten. Mm-hmm. That that's what these that's are. That's exactly I, yes. That's what these are. How much do you think someone got paid to write that? Oh, probably a lot of money. Probably probably, probably paid in for interim. their grad degree. She can do anything. Well, that's an important message. As a girl dad as a hashtag
1: girl dad, that's an important message. That's to just the son. such a lazy <laughs> sentence it is toad i fear nothing (laughs) (laughs) that is a lie that is that is a lie well this is captain toad this one he's not wearing the hat though Uh, yeah you're right he's regular toad now he will be called captain toad eventually i want to see him fear nothing in the in the movie i want him to be the fearless one and maori to be the scaredy cat that would be funny because he's fucking toad yeah anyway uh is that it oh that's it that's it for the promotional images uh so i don't know i don't know what else to pull from uh oh we got yoshis did you see that yeah i did see that there's a pink yoshi there is a pink yoshi, There's blue or yellow yoshi a lot of yoshis mm-hmm. uh so i guess one of the islands might be a yoshi's island there you go actually yeah isn't that uh, no wait in yeah, the mushroom kingdom is that one. you is that yoshi's island to the right oh i think it is doesn't it have eggs doesn't it have big old eggs yes those don't look like big old eggs, but they could be. Oh no, wait! Oh no, that's Toad. That's a Toad hat. <laughs> I thought that was—I thought that was one of the eggs. I don't know. Well, I'm sure one of the islands yeah. ends up being Yoshi's Island. Um, and then yeah, at the very end, you see, uh, Rainbow Road, Rainbow Road, doing a Mario Kart thing, and it looks like he- a lot of characters are with him, and they're going yeah. together. You have Donkey Kong all of a sudden on his side, Peach, uh, Toad who's behind oh the cool donkey kong what's his name oh funky kong funky kong this is our first look at funky Kong. there you go he's right behind donkey kong and i think is that diddy over there that might be diddy over there Uh, all the way to the left i think so you have a you also have cranky kong in the very beginning uh next to princess peach i guess Mm -hmm. this is like the yeah it's just your typical gladiator
0: arena where, With, like, different
1: know, leaders from different worlds. Yeah, I guess exactly. that's Donkey Kong's island right yeah. there, probably. Donkey Kong Country Bob. Okay. Okay. Apparently that's part of the same universe. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, I, I, once again, Mario doesn't say too much. He says suspiciously less,
0: I think, in this trailer mm-hmm. than in the previous one. What, you think that they did that on purpose? I don't want to say they did that on purpose. But it is suspicious that like in the last trailer, he says two full sentences clear as day. And in this trailer, he mostly just makes grunts, mm-hmm. a pretty decent wahoo at the end. And I... his his own, like the most sentence he says in the
1: beginning is like in a hushed tone. See, I don't think uh, he says wahoo. I, I, I think the wahoo is weak as hell. <laughs> I think there's this big buildup and then he goes wahoo. I think,
0: no, I think he gets it well enough. I don't, you know, again, this isn't going to be Charles Martinet. This isn't right. going to be Captain Lou Albano. This is going to be something different. Somebody
1: said it's not, everybody's expecting a Charles Martinet, uh, uh, like, 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 yeah. like interpretation. And it's not going to be that. So take what you can get. And I was like, take what I can get. You mean shit. <laughs> I, don't I mean, know. I, we don't have enough to go off. Yeah. Of still, but, uh, you know, I feel like there could be a lot more. And with almost literally anybody else. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It does feel if like... If you're going for A-list actors, I feel like there could have been a little more care put into this. Yeah, I mean, I don't... What we've seen so far. Look,
0: I don't think he's the the right choice right. for this role because I do believe that Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt can play only two roles. Um, lovable idiot like Andy Dwyer or the Lego movie. Uh, and Star-Lord. And Star Lord is with a massive asterisk in that only directed by James Gunn. Right. But anything else, like he kind of just doesn't work in. And Mario does not fall under that very specific umbrella for him. Right. Um Having said that, I don't think his his acting in particular is gonna be what holds this movie back, if anything. I think if anything's gonna hold this movie back, it's gonna be the trappings of. Of Illumination as a studio, and you know American CGI animated films not made by Pixar.
1: Do you mean like just obvious tropes, obvious like, like things you, like you're gonna see everything happening from a mile obvious
0: away. tropes, the easiest gags, uh, a gag a minute to make sure that the four year olds in the audience aren't you know bored or distracted. Okay, you know I just that's what i that's what i fear for this movie you know i the acting is like secondary no
1: i believe i believe yeah. you that all I, I i see that as well yeah i think that the performances from literally everybody else is going to carry it so if mario doesn't talk too much i'm down yeah or <laughs> even if he even if he talks a lot you know
0: and he's the weakest of the whole cast the rest of the cast is you know can elevate the movie yeah but i you i've know? loved
1: what i heard from luigi Mm -hmm. uh charlie day i love what i heard from peach peach seems awesome she she sounds like she picks up an axe very early in the trailer and looks like she's gonna go kick Mm -hmm. some ass jack black sounds great as bowser jack black sounds great Mm uh so i i liked everything i heard literally just every time i hear chris pratt i'm I'm like oh i don't know yeah (laughs) and even the toads sound good so uh i think there's enough i i otherwise i like what i'm seeing i i I like the imagery I see here. I don't think they could fuck this up that bad. I'm excited for this movie. Yes. I just have my reservations about some things. Yeah. But I I
0: think it'll be... I think it'll be at best... Not at best. I think at best it'll be good. But I think we're going to look at an okay time. I don't think we're going to be... Because Nintendo is heavily involved in it this time.
1: I think I'll like it. Yeah. And that's... As much as yeah, I Nintendo's a,
0: involved in it this time, so they're not going to you know release into the world something that is dreadful, right, so they're going to at least try to make this you know not just representative of what the games are but good in a actual movie sense
1: right i I do think they'll do a good job, yeah uh. I'm just, you know, I, I have to be ornery because I've known Mario for so many yeah, years we're, and here we're, they are on the big screen. Because
0: we're, you know, grumpy dudes in our 30s with a podcast on the internet. What else are we going to do?
1: Exactly. Uh, I don't think there's much else to say. When is this thing coming out? April. April. Okay, no no hard date? Uh, I think there is a hard What's date. What's with the Nintendo life in these ads? Look at this ad. Look at this. <laughs> What's going on? It moved, too. Right? Why isn't it moving this time?
0: it Maybe is it's targeted april 7th okay happy birthday to will That's two days two days before <laughs> yeah
1: anyway what do you people think yeah. uh thank you to lubick for the 17 months thank you Sukaza for the 14 months the new setup looks great thanks dude t bird thanks for the two months m jackson thanks for the 17 months almost a year and a half and it's still amazing here thanks dude i appreciate it mm-hmm uh could be worse could be nikkei what is nikkei okay is that i a, should know what that is that's isn't that like a mobile game company yes oh um, no it's a it's a it's a hentai jrpg oh yeah well not a RPG, it's like a collector it's like a gotcha like right collect the 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 anime girls i understand i understand uh did I miss the Mario movie part? You literally you just did. <laughs> we just finished. There's really not much to talk about. It looks good and they reference a lot of video games. Yes. Uh that's all we could say. Uh let's So t- I didn't really order these. Okay.
0: Uh, I tried
1: to put um
0: all the f- the news about this the Activision Microsoft deal like grouped up. Right. I did try to order it and like put it in an order that I think makes the most sense. I'm
1: going to move that towards the top. Okay. Uh but I am going to leave it under this news that broke literally right before we started. Okay. Uh Nintendo shuts down Smash World Championships. Oh no. This is another Nintendo life article. Hey, do you see the big cubicle wall on uh, as as an ad? On my screen here? Oh, gee. wonder wonder where where that came from. Uh, The unofficial Super Smash Bros. series Smash World Tour has announced the cancellation of both upcoming Smash World Tour championships as well as the 2023 tour. After ongoing communication with Nintendo, the event organizer received a notice, quote, from the company that it could no longer operate here's part of the lengthy official statement from smash world tour which you can read in full via the link below so smash world tour you know it's a smash tournament yes i thought this was an official one but i guess it's not and that might be why it's being canceled because it seems like it's official but it's not um but they were supposed to have the final event of the year like the big one like the Mm -hmm. big event next weekend Oh wow. So they so they it was the grand final yeah. of the event was next year. And everyone was ready to go. And it was like, nah. Yeah, they had a lot of events this year, and that was the one that they, yeah, they, right, couldn't, right. Wait. they yeah. couldn't wait. They couldn't wait for that. <laughs> and then say, by the way, next year, don't do it yeah. next year. That would have been at least nice, you know, if they could have put it off for a few more days. Anyway. They said, without any warning, we received notice from the night before Thanksgiving from Nintendo that we could no longer operate. This was especially shocking given our discourse with Nintendo the past 12 months. Since then, we have been working around the clock to take the proper steps logistically, as well as to prepare this statement with proper legal guidance. In 2022 alone, we connected over 6,400 live events worldwide with over 325,000 in person entrants, making the Smash World Tour or uh, SWT or the Tour the largest esports tour in history for any game title. The championships would also have had the largest prize pool in Smash history at over $250,000, which sounds like a lot. But it's fucking pennies. <laughs>
0: Compared on- to like what League does and Dota and yeah. yeah.
1: And this game gets more views than some of those games yep. that have insane prize pools. Or, yeah. or, 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 or I I should say prize pools that are similar to this get way less views than Smash Brothers yeah. does. League and stuff, they get they're in like the fucking millions yeah. of games. But anyway. The twenty twenty three Smash World Tour plans to have a prize pool of three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. The impact the tour has had globally cannot be overstated. The amount of tournament organizers, competitors, and fans that that this will affect is hard to measure. We realize just how much we could expand our spotlight to lesser-known regions, as well as Smash World Tour prize pools in 2023 and beyond, establishing a much healthier ecosystem in the community around the world. We believe this decision by Nintendo sets all of the... Sets all of that back significantly, which is incredibly disappointing. And there's a lot more. Uh, there's a lot more in the statement. But, yeah, uh, but that's like the highlights That's...
0: This sucks. This is terrible. It really does. Like, I mean, obviously, this is a tournament that's been going on for years, and Nintendo must be aware of it. So, like, why now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Nintendo's like, hey, No. No. It's like I know Nintendo is very strict about licensing out Smash Brothers for tournaments and like working with tournaments and stuff, mm-hmm. and you know they they are they they own the game they can control the game like I get that but again they've
1: been working for, with this tournament in particular for years now so who wait that's why I'm confused because Nintendo i called this unofficial right uh, but didn't Nintendo they they partner with Panda Global. To officially license to, to launch the first officially licensed mm-hmm. Super Smash Brothers championship circuit in North America coming in 2022. So what was that? What was that called? Uh Did that ever even happen.
0: <laughs> uh hold on.
1: This is this is where my confusion is.
0: Uh in the actual medium post it says Uh, we thought there was a chance that last year's Smash World Tour Championship was going to get shut down. In November of 2021, after the Panda Cup was first announced, Nintendo contacted us to jump on a call with a few folks on their team, including a representative from their legal team. We truly thought we mi- we might get shut down, given the fact that they now had a license, a uh, competing circuit, and partner in Panda.
1: There you go. So it's it wasn't official yeah. in any way, but it kind of felt like yeah. it, it might have been, because Nintendo has tried to do something with panda global
0: uh, nintendo reached out to let us know that they had been watching us
1: build over the years
0: and wanted to see if we were interested in working with them and pursuing a license as well they made it clear that panda's partnership was not exclusive and they said it had not gone it had not gone unnoticed that we had not infringed on their ip regarding game modifications and had represented nintendo's values well they made it clear that game modifications were their primary concern in regards to coming down on events, which also made sense to us given
1: their enforcement over past few years in the regard. That that seems like really important information. Yeah. It seems like Nintendo was totally cool with this until a week ago. Yeah. Which is two weeks before their final event of, of, of the year. Yeah. So here's here's their uh, the Smash World Tour schedule. Uh, you see, they had a a bunch of stuff happening this year. Yeah, and then all the way next next week, San Antonio, Texas, December eighth to the eleventh, Smash World Tour Championships. It was it was, the, it was the big one. Uh, and they they can't do it anymore. So when was that conversation that they had with Nintendo? You uh, said it in there. I I just forgot
0: November twenty twenty
1: one. Twenty twenty one. Okay, so a year ago. Yeah, that really sucks. So it, I I think that Nintendo is uh getting cold feet about esports again. I think last year they were interested and they partnered with Panda Global, but then nothing really happened. Yeah. Um, did so, they even do the tournament? Because I, I don't see anything about it. And I don't, don't remember hearing yeah. about it. And when that was announced it was scary because like, you know, like Smash Brothers esports has specific rule sets and stuff. Yeah. And and you the Nintendo tournaments that have happened in the past they have shitty rule sets like items and, and smash balls and stuff yeah. and they, it makes it so it's like the game is completely random yeah uh, so have so partnering with actual uh, uh, smash brothers esports people uh, is interesting and it it, it it could mean a lot for the smash brothers community mm-hmm. but also nintendo could royally fuck it up like they just did so i don't know panda global has played a large part in poisoning the water what <laughs>
0: this is a very long medium
1: post. people hate panda right now yeah it looks like in the chat people are not like panda global i will give panda global a little bit of credit because they were about to make a controller with yeah. crowd, with a lot of crowdfunding and then they gave all of the money back and said we don't want to it's going to take longer and we don't want to hold this money wow so that was very nice yeah. of them um i do want to learn more about yeah it looks like there was a. Uh... Drew Bedobi says uh Panda Global had played a huge part in this as well. And trying to like
0: shut down Smash World Tour. It looks like that's what happened. That is fucking terrible. Yeah. Uh why though? Probably because they only they want it's, it to be the only game in town.
1: Yeah, it's a competing. That's so that's it's yeah. Panda partnering with Nintendo was such a big deal for the entire community. Yeah. Why would they then ruin the whole community? That <laughs> this is actively ruining the whole. Community. Yeah. Having multiple tournaments can only help and can only grow and help each other's yeah. tournaments, you know? Yeah. Having competing tournaments is a great. It's not even competing. You're all yeah. helping each other. Yeah, it's it's just it's a separate tournaments. Up. Yeah, it's a slow buildup. It's good to have multiple yeah. tournaments, especially for for these uh, professional players to have constant things going on over and over again. It's not like you're getting paid by the company that makes the fucking game. It's yeah. not like they're helping at all. So having all of these tournaments is a great thing for these for these people who who just spend their whole lives playing this fucking game. I wanna know more about why Panda uh is, is is at fault here. Uh well it looks like Nintendo
0: uh when when reached off to explain why Nintendo didn't really give a straight answer. I'm going to read part of this. It's also
1: in the Medium post. There's a Panda Cup section. Around this time, Panda Cup began heavily recruiting events for their own circuit. The CEO continued to tell organizers we would be getting shut down shortly and also added that any events that participate in the Panda Cup uh, would not be allowed to be on the Smash World Tour. This exclusivity surprised us, not only because of our Nintendo conversations regarding coexisting, but also because we were not exclusive And even back in January, we told organizers that they could be on both with zero issues from us. Okay, so it looked like Nintendo was cool with the non-exclusivity, but Panda was not. Right. But also, I don't know how much I buy that. I feel like Nintendo (laughs) might have gone back on their word about it, too. Yeah. Because Nintendo has notoriously been shitty here, too. Yeah. It's possible Nintendo told Panda we don't want anything to do with them. Mm Mm-hmm at first panda targeted events that were not on the smash world tour including those who did not join because of the aforementioned warnings a few of these events had broadcast deals with a popular tournament broadcaster beyond the summit i know that one the ceo of panda wanted broadcasting rights to be included as part of the deal of the events joining the panda cup most of the events refused to break their contracts so panda approached beyond the summit directly to try to get the rights released Uh, Beyond the Summit had very little motivation to give up their broadcasting rights for free, so they declined to get involved, causing the CEO of Panda to escalate things quickly. Oh. We were told he made a variety of threats to Beyond the Summit, including shutting down their entire Smash operation in 2023 if they did not eventually join Panda Cup. After Beyond the Summit held firm, the CEO of Panda warned that they would get Nintendo directly involved putting broadcasting rights for all tournaments in jeopardy okay i'm gonna stop right here yeah i'm gonna link the medium post in the chat right now uh if you are watching this later you can just go to the smash world tour twitter account and they have a link to it uh it seems like ceo panda was in good with nintendo and was using nintendo to strike down any competitors yeah. and force their way into it being the only tournament and and get fucking broadcasting rights for free yeah w- 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 give them something they're broadcasting yeah tournament. it's not like they're
0: you know most tournaments just do it on twitch anyway mm-hmm. so it's not like you need any exclusive
1: broadcasting rights for that yeah i mean it's their channel like like they need yeah. something from you especially if you're getting all this money and uh, being in fucking bed with nintendo yeah. or whatever if not then just do it on panda's twitch what's the difference it's so stupid all right now i'm mad at panda <laughs> uh, fuck their controller fuck their <laughs> controller they do have a dock huh that you can it's like a thing that makes it so you can play it's basically the gamecube controller adapter right that you put the switch in and you could play like uh, important in in tabletop mode oh i've seen that yeah. and i never played with it because it's a doc right so i was like i don't want to talk with yeah. that um anyway i'll read this whole thing later because uh, oh you can listen to it is that a medium thing Ooh. that's pretty cool because i don't like reading <laughs> readings for nerds readings for <laughs> nerds and idiots uh table nine says yes nintendo graciously gave these people a chance when they had been so timid to do so for fear of what happened before panda abused their powers to bully every other league to bend to their will it's crazy because there's been so much controversy in the smash community that's part of why nintendo hasn't wanted to yeah. get involved and now the people they got involved with creating controversy there you
0: go it's the it's the circle of life in a way
1: nintendo's never gonna get back to this yeah anyway uh who else is here we got wicked spooky with six months hey guys love the new setup thanks thank you Jared. thank you so much uh okay what's next let's talk about wait uh i thought i moved things you did you didn't why is callisto protocol up here get Uh that out of here (laughs) uh yeah let's talk about let's get let's get deep into sony uh, uh, uh microsoft and sony
0: so uh f- we got more news coming from the never-ending uh Microsoft acquisition uh, acquisition of Activision Blizzard uh they're going through all the different I
1: found this on the web. Oh, be
0: quiet Siri I'm not talking that was to you very loud I don't know why I never... anyway <laughs> um so there', there a lot of uh bullet points to come out of uh, this latest uh filing which was with UK regulators and the Competition and markets authority. Um, I want to re- I want to read this article in full because this one to me is like the most interesting, and then I want to read select bullet points from uh, f- the response okay. of this. Uh, so the first article: uh, Sony claims that Microsoft's true strategy is to turn PlayStation into Nintendo.
1: Okay, interesting. <laughs>
0: Sony has claimed that Microsoft's true strategy behind the proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard is to have PlayStation become like Nintendo and not compete in the 18-rated shooter space. The comments were made in a newly published response to UK regulator, uh, the Competition and Markets Authority's decision to expand its investigation into the proposed acquisition. In its 22-page response, Sony Interactive Entertainment alleges that if the deal were to go through, users would leave PlayStation's ecosystem, Microsoft could raise Xbox prices, and independent developers would be harmed in the fallout. Um, As has been the trend with regulatory back and forth, much of the document focuses on Call of Duty and the perceived harm Sony claims the Activision Blizzard deal could cause uh, should the flagship franchise be exclusive to Xbox. In one section of the statement, the platform holder singles out comments made by Microsoft that other platforms uh, have... Proposed without Call of Duty, including Nintendo's. Oh, sorry. Um, other platforms have prospered without Call of Duty, including the Nintendo Switch. Oh, In its latest response, Sony says this claim ignores the facts. Uh, SIE argues that Nintendo's strategy is to differentiate from PlayStation and Xbox because it doesn't rely on 18-rated shooter franchises, games which it argues Microsoft will have a virtual exclusive ownership of, should the Activision deal uh, be approved by global regulators. In this sense, it alleges Microsoft's true strategy with the uh, Activision-Blizzard deal is to make PlayStation like Nintendo and that it does not compete in this space. Uh, Quote, Microsoft claims that Nintendo differentiated model demonstrates PlayStation doesn't need Call of Duty to compete effectively. But this reveals Microsoft's true strategy. Uh, Microsoft wants PlayStation to become like Nintendo so that it would be a uh, less close and effective competitor to Xbox. Post-transaction, Xbox would become the one-stop shop for all the best-selling shooter franchises on console. Call of Duty, Halo, Gears of War, Doom, and Overwatch... As the decision explains, and it would then be free from serious competitive pressure.
1: Uh, honestly, pretty good, pretty good strategy. Yeah, pretty good <laughs> idea for them to do that.
0: Uh, SIE statement goes on to claim that Activision's games, in particular Call of Duty, are critical to PlayStation. The franchise is firmly entrenched in gamer psyche. Every installment since Call of Duty was first released back in 2000 has consistently topped the charts. Um it, and it goes on to share redacted percentage of figures of its shares of the audience it believes it would lose uh, to Xbox if COD goes exclusive. Ignoring these facts, Microsoft argues that Nintendo has been successful without access to Call of Duty, which it has. Uh, this misses the point. The decision identifies a wide body of evidence showing that Nintendo offers differentiated experiences to Xbox and PlayStation because it focuses on family-friendly games that are very different from Peggy 18 first-person shooters like Call of Duty. This is supposedly, this is supported by Microsoft's internal documents, which, so the CMA found, show that in general, Microsoft's internal documents track PlayStation more closely than Nintendo, with Nintendo being absent from any internal competitive assets. So, basically, Sony is deathly afraid of becoming Nintendo, you know, the most successful video game company (laughs) in the world right now.
1: I mean, it makes a little bit of sense. I feel like shooters are way more uh, popular uh, it, with uh, Western audiences. Yes. I feel like Sony is very successful in other avenues. Yes. I mean, of course, Call of Duty and, and all of that stuff is incredibly successful too. Yes. Um, but uh, they'd be just fine without that. Stuff.
0: Yeah, because, you know, Sony, okay, they may not be the home for first-person shooters, but... They are home to JRPGs. Yeah. They are home to uh, regular RPGs. Regular RPGs. Uh, character action games like The Last of Us and, Call, and uh, God of War. Third person action games. Third yes. person action games. Yes. yes. Uh, things like that. So, I mean, yes, it would suck to, if they lost first person shooters. But, you know, I think, you know, being sad that you're going to be like Nintendo is not the right argument in this sense because what that does is it forces you to foster your own identity beyond what you know is also available on other systems right you know i think if anything it would be a chance for sony to go further with their exclusives and yeah you can become like nintendo for an older audience nintendo is known for their great first party titles and so are you sony it's just your first-party titles are marketed to an older audience. Who are they
1: explaining this all to? The is this uh, a court document? the
0: UK regulatory committee. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, so, so all, the- all of these articles that I have here are in reference to this 22-page uh, document and uh, the UK the CMA regulatory committee investigation.
1: So, so, so Microsoft's argument is that. You could just be like Nintendo and and not and be completely be successful regardless of whether or not you have Call of Duty. Correct. And Sony's pushback is uh you want us to be like Nintendo so that we won't compete with you. Yeah. Which basically. Yeah. I mean Yeah. Is, I mean, is that an argument is that an argument that would work about cause the whole the whole thing is Taking Call of Duty will remove competition and that is bad in a mon- in, in, in capitalism because of monopolies. Correct. So Sony is trying to prove that Microsoft is creating a monopoly. Yes. Uh b- by taking Call of Duty. Mm-hmm.
0: Um well by taking all of Activision Blizzard mm-hmm. um in generally but Call of Duty specifically. Right. Cuz they really don't seem to give a crap about like Tony Hawk or Crash Bandicoot or Spyro the Dragon or yeah. any of the Blizzard shit. It's just Call of Duty is everything. They that gets should kind up.
1: of care a lot about Crash Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon. Yeah. They should care a little <laughs> yeah. more about those guys. Um I'm legally, what do they have? They have to prove that uh it's a monopoly within a niche of video games. Because yes. it's not like they're a the monopoly of a video game company there there will be the monopoly of first person shooters yes and is that worth is that worth anything to the uk regulatory committee yeah
0: i mean because sony doesn't really have their own first party shooter franchise they would oh what the hell is that game kill zone yeah like that's it and it doesn't seem like they're making any more kill zones uh, I mean, yeah, there are other first-person shooters out there, but none of them are Call of Duty. As uh, the next article we will get to, um, so sufficiently uh, points out.
1: Let's let's go. Let's. Dive I'll right just in.
0: I'll just read the direct quote from. It's from the same filing. Uh, it is about how Sony just basically says Battlefield sucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it 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 does.
0: Quote: <laughs> Call of Duty is not replicable. Call of Duty is too entrenched for any rival, no matter how well-equipped, to catch up. It has been the top-selling game for almost every year in the last decade. And in the first-person shooter genre, it is overwhelmingly the top-selling game. Other publishers do not have the resources or expertise to match its success. To give a concrete example, Electronic Arts... One of the largest third-party developers after Activision has tried for many years to produce a rival to Call of Duty with its Battlefield series. Despite the similarities between Call of Duty and Battlefield, and despite EA's track record in developing other successful AAA series like FIFA, Mass Effect, and E for Speed,
1: the Battlefield... And, and they say Star Wars Battle. I
0: left that out because I feel like they're reaching with that yes, one.
1: Yes, I, I wanted to put that right back in. All
0: right. Despite uh, their track record for developing other successful AAA franchises, the Battlefield franchise cannot keep up. As of August 2021, more than 400 million Call of Duty games have been sold, while Battlefield has only sold just 88 million copies.
1: Just 88? That's still a lot.
0: The Battlefield franchise cannot keep up. They, they flat out said, what do you want us to do? battlefield battlefield sucks you, you want <laughs> you're leaving us with them you want us to drink rc cola fuck you we want coca-cola that's what they're saying that is exactly what they're saying it's like holy shit how does ea feel
1: about this right now i need to see a response like, from EA. I, I, but the ea has to know oh they because know battlefield this they've been getting worse <laughs> they try every fucking
0: year to say to me like this is the one this is the one where we finally kill call of duty and it gets worse every year they
1: had a chance during the uh the the very beginning of the PlayStation 4 generation yeah, but yeah. at the end of PlayStation 3 beginning of PlayStation 4 they had a ch- they were actually competing against call of yeah,
0: duty yeah battlefield 3 battlefield 4 Battlefield One, even they
1: absolutely royally fucked up the launch of Battlefield Four. Yeah, it didn't work for two whole weeks. The, yeah, the, the game did not just, just did not work. Yeah. you could not play the yeah. game for two. You buy it and it doesn't, doesn't work, work for two weeks. Yeah, uh, and then it just went all downhill from there. And then yeah. they made just just bad games after that yeah it's, um it's incredible and actually. look call of duty isn't the greatest either no but they've uh at least been decent yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> they at least work they're
1: playable yeah they work and they're well mostly yeah mostly work and mostly playable uh look i have a lot of problems with call of duty but they are very good games yes Most, almost every time it's it's uh it's it's at least mechanically functionally good yeah it's like <laughs> It's like you know uh, a Toyota Camry. They're not the greatest
0: cars in the world, but they know how to make them, and they just work. Right, you, you can rely on it. Right, you know at this point, you know Battlefield is like, you know, if I tried to
1: build a car, <laughs> you don't want me to build a car. But it is weird to to. Com- to, to, to show the competition against Call of Duty because Call of Duty yeah. is so huge it's an anomaly. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like trying to at least give Battlefield a little bit of credit for, for trying. For trying, yeah. yeah and, and for continuously making games. Yeah. um, But it is very funny that PlayStation <laughs> <laughs> PlayStation sounds like they're whining at this point. They're like, really? We have, you they're... know, you got Call of Duty at home. Like, yeah. really? This is what I have to eat?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's not just Call of Duty that they're whining about. Oh, no. Because also in the same uh, 22-page document, Sony just says, PlayStation Plus sucks compared to Game Pass. (laughs) Oh, Uh, no. Quote, Game Pass leads PlayStation Plus significantly. Microsoft already has a substantial lead in multi-game subscription services. Game Pass has 29 million subscribers to Xbox Game Pass, uh, console and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, and is expected to grow substantially in the future. The multi-game subscription tiers of PlayStation Plus considerably lag behind the numbers of Game Pass.
1: Oh no! But it, that's your fault. Yeah, <laughs> like that's not Xbox's fault. So, so you I tried. Give, I want to give them credit. PlayStation Plus Premium. Uh, or I'm sorry, PlayStation Plus Extra. Yeah. PlayStation Plus Extra, I think is a better value. It has more games. Yeah. Or, or I guess more games that are worth high-profile games. Yeah. yeah. And uh it's cheaper. Yeah. Even if you get the premium, it's cheaper. um The only thing that might make it not so worth it is you get more functionality on Game Pass with the pc aspect yeah and stuff. the pc aspect and more devices to yeah. play it on and stuff yeah there is no playstation plus premium or extra on phones or on android right or anything yeah
0: because so. you need the premium tier for cloud gaming right and it, it's only like a select few games and also too they lock backwards compatibility behind that subscription service yeah. if you want to play ps1 games you have to subscribe to premium Meanwhile, if you want to play original Xbox games, as long as it's on the list and you still own the disc, Microsoft's like,
1: yeah, I don't care. Go for it. See that would remove value, right? <laughs> if you're only thinking of playing AAA new releases, right? Uh, there's a lot of great value in PlayStation Plus extra, yeah. Uh, but if you're if you want the flexibility, there's nothing that beats Game Pass, right? And that is entirely your fault PlayStation yeah. you can't be sitting here whining about that and
0: you know it like we talked about it on the show a while ago where they're like yeah uh, game, uh, PS Plus kind of sucks we're losing subscribers substantially we're yeah. not putting a lot of money into it we kind of forgot about it after launch <laughs> you know you came out of the gate swinging and then just nothing you didn't follow up on it you're not really adding games to
1: it at like a reasonable pay- Like you're doing games every month but there's no big hype over it where was this complaining uh, during the Xbox 360 era? Or not 360, uh, uh, PlayStation 4 era. Yeah. You know? They were on top. Yeah. Or PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2, they were on top. PlayStation mm-hmm. 3, maybe not so much. PlayStation 4, they were on top. Yes. Now, all of a sudden... I mean, PlayStation
0: 5 is still on top. I true. mean, Xbox has caught up significantly. Yeah.
1: That's the problem. Yeah. They're seeing this thing chasing after them and they're like i can't fight this off
0: uh well it's not all sony complaining about you know xbox trying to buy call of duty okay because xbox did some complaining (laughs) because according to them their exclusives suck oh my god quote this is in response to sony's uh 22 page filing both Sony and Nintendo's exclusive first-party games rank among the best-selling in Europe and worldwide. Currently, Sony-exclusive content includes prominent first-party titles such as The Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, and Spider-Man. And in addition to having outright exclusive content, Sony has also entered into arrangements with third-party publishers, which require an exclusion of Xbox from a set of platforms these publishers can distribute their games on. So that's interesting there. In addition to
1: having outright exclusive content sony has also en- entered into agreements with third-party publishers which require the exclusive exclusion of ex- exclusion of xbox okay yeah that's true we learned about that recently yeah yeah that, that that they will only let you uh uh they're 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 actively paying people not to put their games on, yeah. on xbox i do uh, is, now is that a breach of some sort of business law i don't think so to be like you can't we want to pay you not to work with these people i think because it's not even an exclusive like an exclusive is different yeah exclusive is you only work with us this is don't work with joe
0: over there yeah i feel like that could very quickly become like an anti-competitive thing yeah like it's it's one thing like if sony were to go to say Square Enix and be like, hey, we want you to, you know, we want to work out a deal where Final Fantasy 16 comes to, you know, PlayStation early and yeah. we work something out. Or like when Microsoft like worked out a deal with Square Enix to get Tomb Raider on Xbox a year early. Mm-hmm. This sounds like it's just like don't put this on Xbox at all. Yeah. That's uh, where you can get into some trouble because you're withholding a product from basically another customer
1: yeah that's <laughs> there seems to have been a lot of uh interesting drama going on between yes. microsoft and playstation a lot of uh strange uh uh, uh big business uh, uh like pettiness yeah that's going on here that all happened this year yeah i mean that at least all came out this year i just thought... we also saw some stuff with the uh epic uh an apple yes lawsuit. yeah some stuff came out yeah. with that also
0: i just i i find it so funny that xbox like it's just admitting at every turn like yeah we don't have exclusives what do we got we got halo and forza that's about it they,
1: they might be admitting that they don't really care <coughs> like they, they're not really interested in the, in, in in that and then why do, then why do they buy like a thousand studios what is the context oh this is another uk yeah com- competition and markets authority yeah uh uh, uh so what are they I I don't really understand their game plan here like like Microsoft shitting on themselves and Sony shitting on themselves they're both
0: trying to make themselves look like the weaker party mm -hmm. so like Sony example they're trying to make themselves look like if Microsoft buys Activision then that would destroy the PlayStation ecosystem completely right Microsoft is trying to make it look like if we don't buy Activision, Sony will destroy the Xbox ecosystem completely.
1: I think that both are true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think either is true. I think this is just I think this is just two of the biggest video game companies in the world, two of the biggest companies in the world period, yeah. trying to throw like the biggest pity party for themselves. Yes. <laughs> because like one doesn't want to lose call of duty and one wants to own call of duty i
1: think that uh they i i think that microsoft buying activision is a huge blow to playstation yeah no without question but i think that playstation is really leading things in in terms of uh like triple a games yeah they're doing a great job right now yeah and they're leading the console race so microsoft's got to do something I feel like no matter what happens, they will both figure it out and they will both be fine.
0: Microsoft does keep saying that, uh, they keep reiterating, like we promised to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation for 10 years at minimum. So that was another thing. I don't
1: know if we talked about that. They claimed that they offered PlayStation yeah. Call of Duty for 10 years. And yeah. remember PlayStation said uh, the deal wasn't that... Playsta- I think the original deal that we heard about was that... Sony had claimed that they only offered Call of Duty for three years. So wait, wait. Microsoft said, or I guess Phil Spencer said, we, we're we honoring the current deal with, with PlayStation. Right. And then PlayStation said, that's only three years. Yes. That's not good enough. And then now Microsoft's saying 10 years. Yes. So what the fuck? I don't know.
0: <laughs> Again, pity party. <laughs> yes. I didn't put it in here because I just found out about it, but I don't, and I don't really think this is a big deal. Um, apparently in these... You know, filings and stuff. Sony said that they tried to put PS Plus on Game Pass when Microsoft, on Xbox when Microsoft said no. Meanwhile, Xbox countered with, well, we tried to put Game Pass on PlayStation, but you said no. Yeah. Like, it, it's just it's just a big, like, you know, corporate, two corporations doing, like, this. No, you're stupid. No, you're stupid. Yeah. You're stupid. Like, just back and forth. And hoping that one of them pushes the other hard enough that they scrape their
1: knee and have a big cry about it. And then everyone pities the person crying. Why does PlayStation put their stuff on PC now? Yeah, I'm curious about that because they seem to be totally against Microsoft. They don't want right. to work with them like at all, even a little bit. Uh, but then here they're putting their stuff on PC. Well, Do they not, putting, not realize that that's Microsoft.
0: Well, they're not putting it on the Xbox Game Store specifically. Right. They're doing it all through Steam.
1: I understand. Which
0: is not, you know, yes, it's compatible with Windows, but you know microsoft doesn't get a cut of that mm-hmm. it, you know valve gets a cut of it. right yeah, excuse me uh
1: yeah but it's, it's you need a you're buying a pc right or you, you know you're playing it on their platform you know mm-hmm. like microsoft seeing some money there yeah it's just uh, weird like you know people feel like they don't need well, to what,
0: buy what else are, what else are you gonna do put it on mac yeah actually yeah <laughs> you play that'd spider-man on mac? it would be
1: that'd be crazy it would <coughs> that they're not. That'd be awesome if they were like, "Fuck you, Microsoft!" We'll yeah. put it all on Mac, and then Mac would be like, "Hell yeah, yeah. Everybody, 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 Play games because Apple has been trying to champion that they could you play games on them on an barely, Android. barely. They try to say that you can. That yeah. is very powerful, but they have barely any games that show off the power.
0: Allegedly, Resident Evil Eight Village mm-hmm. like was supposed to be the big one, and like people were playtesting. It was like it is fine. It doesn't I'm, run that much better I've than I've only really played
1: Tunic. There's, there's not a lot of games that show off the M1 power, you know? And that, honestly, is Apple's fault. Yes, it is.
0: It's 100% Apple's fault. Yes, it is.
1: Anyway, uh, there I, we don't have an article for this, but uh, you saw Elon Musk complaining about how Apple takes 30% from developers. Like, he learned yeah. that all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, we're going to expose Apple. And everyone's like, Epic already did that yeah. two years ago. Yes. I was late.
0: I also like how he. Uh, I tweeted about this. He said, uh, "Oh, Apple's gonna, you know, stop advertising on Twitter." And like right under that was an ad for like the Apple Store Black Friday deal. Yeah. That. Yeah, uh, yeah he
1: said Apple stopped. They dropped all of their stuff, their, their promotions yeah. on Twitter, and you're like, "No, I'm looking at it. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now."
0: I don't know. I I feel like if this if Elon Musk buy Twitter uh, proves anything, it's that maybe he's not that smart. <laughs>
1: maybe he's kind of an idiot he got a little fucked i think he wanted to buy it to like you know like run it and yeah and like run it as a utility as a public utility because i do think some social media should be a public utility right and he bought it realized he was gonna lose a lot of money yeah and it wasn't gonna make anything for him tried to back out got fucked and then was like well i guess i got it yeah and now he's stuck with it
0: yeah and you know he clearly has no idea how to run a social media Yeah, now he doesn't know what to do you're gonna yeah. run that it into the ground. Thank you for that.
1: Yeah. I love Twitter. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm I'm, despite, I'm sad about despite it. Despite the fact that it's a cesspool. When is when are the people who have legitimate check marks, when are they gonna lose them? Because they're supposed to pay for Twitter blue. Right. To but, keep the check marks. But
0: they started adding the like the gray official.
1: Oh, that's the new thing. Yeah, oh, yeah I forgot about that. Well, well, there's that, and now all of a sudden there's gonna be they're going to be different colors now. There's yeah. going to be blue for uh, Twitter blue, yeah, and then gray for famous people, and then gold for company. And some I don't no, know. no, gray was for I don't know. I, there's a government one. I don't know. It used to just be if you
0: had the check mark, it meant you were the person actually doing the tweeting. Yes, that's what it meant.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think they. I think uh, Sean in the chat saying they reversed the payment plan. So what? Now you can't. Uh, yeah,
0: I think they like. They paused it or whatever, like, because they're going to come out with a new verification system mm-hmm. and, and check mark system.
1: You can't, like, I can't apply for, for verification right. anymore. I can't, I can't. Uh... So, what I have to pay fucking $8 a month and then have the thing in my bio that says I have it because I'm a Twitter Blue member? Yep.
0: Yep. There you go. That's what you got to do, Bob. I
1: would pay $1 a month if i could have the legit one and get it legitimately <laughs> right but if but. i have to pay 8 dollars a month and i get the fake one fuck right off yeah you know that's that's my that that's my proposal <laughs> little old me anyway uh, i guess that's it for for microsoft and sony's a little back and forth for now for now this is not over and i guess will will no. continue to happen for a long period yes interesting
0: yeah maybe one day my boss will be able to play all the call of duties on game pass because that's what he
1: keeps asking me about
0: <laughs> i just keep telling them, y'all the government hasn't approved it yet true
1: okay uh Tetris Grandmaster. Somebody told me about this the other day. Yes, this
0: is allegedly the hardest Tetris game ever, and it's coming to Switch and PS4. Okay. Not Xbox, apparently. Why don't you put that in your fucking court documents? (laughs) The famously tough arcade version of Tetris is being ported to consoles for the first time since it's released in 1998. Oh, this is a game that existed already? Yes. Uh, Publisher Hamster Corporation will release Akira's Tetris the Grandmaster for PS4 and Nintendo Switch on December 1st. Uh, the Grandmaster is known for its fearsomely rapid increase in drop speed. It was the first Tetris game to go all the way up uh, to instant gravity, which means new Tetrominos don't fall but appear instantly at the bottom of the screen, and players have only a fraction of a second to move and rotate them before they lock into place with uh, and another appears. The game gets its title from its ranking system, which grades players on its ability uh through nine ranks all the way up to Grandmaster. Grandmaster had a few sequels, including a spin-off game, Tetris the Grandmaster Ace, which didn't make it out to Xbox 360 as a launch uh, title for the console's Japanese release, but this will be the the first home release for the original
1: game. Look at this. Oh, I don't like that <laughs> you at get all. No time. I don't like that at all, man. They just appear at the bottom. Yeah. That's crazy
0: uh yeah grandmasters reputation has made it a staple of the world's top tetris players and showcases such as games done quick awesome games done quick (coughs) check out this video if you want to get a sense of the blistering fat how blistering fast it is hamsters re-releasing uh tetris the grandmaster as part of its huge arcade archives collection
1: oh okay yeah
0: it has only been confirmed for japan so far but most arcade archive releases have appeared on western storefronts too The Specialist Publisher has been reissuing retro arcade games on a weekly basis on the Switch since uh, 2017. Weekly? I guess. There are a lot of them on there. Grandmaster is part of a doubleheader celebrating the fact that Hamster has made no less than 300 classic games available. um, The other game being the 1979 classic Galaxian.
1: The arcade archives ports are kind of bad. At least they were (laughs) before uh i haven't played them in a very long time they're
0: they're very like hit and miss like some of them will be good and some of them will be jank and that's unfortunate if that's your whole shtick is re-releasing arcade games like
1: you want it to be good every single time right uh i'm trying to see now from the eShop uh arcade archives games uh let's do platform and oh they're all Nintendo 228 yeah holy hell that's a lot that's a lot of games so i'm less excited now that i know it's an arcade archives game <laughs> I, I i didn't know it was an i heard about this uh somebody said that they were releasing the hardest tetris game and i was like oh that sounds really cool to, mm-hmm. to have a new tetris game that's like super hard but it's an old game and uh it's an arcade archives port so yeah so i'm, it's, I'm less excited skeptical yeah. yeah uh i mean i'll try it but i probably yeah. won't love it because because that looks hard as fuck yeah <laughs> Uh, Ooh. let's. We have some notifications that I missed before. Okay. They were responding to us. Mega Dragon with a hundred bits says, "Can we comment on how they gave Peach her biker outfit in the Super Mario movie trailer? Do you mean the helmet? And she was she was like in a she was on like the motorcycle yes. type, yes, during Mario Kart. But also she looked like a. She had when she picked up the axe. She had some sort of different outfit yeah. also, like she was ready for battle or something. Yeah."
0: This is all to make up for that Super Princess Peach game on the DS where her you know, powers are based on her emotions, like crying.
1: That's all that I thought about. <laughs> uh, Dark type with 100 bits says Sony can have their shooters, but Sony's strong arms are their exclusives. God of War, Horizon, Last of Us, Spider Man. Sony ain't going to lose money because they don't have COD. Nintendo has proved this again and again because of one thing exclusives. I feel like you could make the same case with Pokemon or Mario Kart because of how well they sell. You're right. I don't think that there is any one thing that's going to make or break any of these big three game companies. I think that um, they will have something. Like if Sony loses Call of Duty and loses that much money because they don't have Call of Duty, they will have something else that will make it work for them.
0: Yeah. Uh Yeah, it, it has to be it's not going to be one game that causes a studio uh a system to fall. It's going to be like a lot of little things that add up and pile up and then just collapse. You know, Xbox almost folded last generation after the Xbox One. Yeah. They were not doing well. It was only through a change in leadership with Phil Spencer becoming the head of Xbox and Satya Nadella becoming the head of Microsoft and then having a long talk about what the future of Xbox could be they decide that it's worth keeping around and try to reconfigure what it means to play games on Xbox.
1: Yeah, and uh, same thing happened with Nintendo. They almost didn't make it out of the Wii U era. Yeah. They were going to give up. Yeah. Uh, if the Switch didn't work out, and it did. So, uh, I don't know what Sony's problems were i'm sure that they've had some struggles too i don't know if there's been a time when they almost gave up well
0: their biggest struggle was at the launch of the ps3 but like halfway through that generation they rebound they rebounded considerably yeah they're you know they sold just as much as the xbox 360 did they had you know all the exclusives that we love from that from sony
1: debuted on playstation 3 so 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 what's really happening here is that they're Big crybabies who have never had a problem before. Yes. Because <laughs> the PlayStation three was a big problem here in America. Yeah. But worldwide, it yeah. wasn't really that big of a and, problem. And
0: you know, like I said, it eventually found its momentum and got back up in America. Yeah.
1: So I I mean it's, it's they're just whining they 'cause they're they're sitting from their pr- place of privilege. Yeah. If they've never had fucking the struggles in yeah. business, you know? <laughs> um anyway, uh close to protocol. W- what up? What, what of it? Apparently this game is coming out real soon. I had no idea.
0: But um, yeah, out next month on console and PC is a hard game that looks and plays a lot like uh, Dead Space. Because it basically is. Uh, and like Dead Space, Callisto Protocol will feature some gnarly looking deaths. Both for you when you screw up and bite it. Or for your alien foes when you slaughter them. But some of these uh, deaths, death animations, will be locked behind the game's season pass. According to new details spotted on the game's Steam store page. In the year of our Lord, 2022, uh, nearly every big and small game release includes some sort of mix of DLC, paid expansion, and season pass. Uh, this is just how things work these days. Uh, it's been like this for so long that most of us barely recognize just how much of uh, how much shit publishers are trying to sell us beyond the actual game. But then a company sticks death animations behind a paywall and it's a good reminder of just how silly and greedy the games industry can be some days. Case in point, yeah, apparently death animations and Callisto Protocol are only available to players who buy the season pass. As spotted by BGC over on the horror game Steam page, uh, you can find updated details about uh, what you get when you buy the various versions of the game and it's season pass. According to the details listed on Steam, 25 different death animations are being sold via two different DLC packs. 13 of these animations are for the main character of Jacob, while the other 12 are for additional enemy death animations uh the season pass includes uh the season pass is included with the D- digital deluxe edition which costs 80 dollars on pc the base game is 60.
1: so i don't know how much this bothers me because like uh oh this bothers me this is this this is like one of the grossest examples of a season pass <laughs> So I think a season pass for a single player game is a little stupid. Yeah. Unless you're getting you got which this Mag uh, Safe not working out. for you. I don't know. I desperately
0: need a you got new tape laptop. on it. and stuff. Yeah. What's going on? I don't know. There? I think the the Sugru is like too heavy and it just keeps falling out. Oh, but I have Sugru. Sugru. Yeah. Um, and I have to keep it plugged in because the battery is like borked. What year is that? 2015.
1: Do you want a 2016?
0: No, I want <laughs> that one. And I'm like saving my pennies.
1: Good luck. Thanks. I have a 2016 sitting in a box upstairs. Uh, um, I'm late 2016. I'm gonna wait for uh. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. This this I'm gonna ride this bitch out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think having a season pass for a single player game is a little stupid unless there's gonna be like a lot of DLC. Like for example, like well, that's not a single player game. Like remember the days of the Xbox 360 Mm -hmm. where like a game like Call of Duty would come out. And then three months later, there would be map packs that you'd have to buy. Yes. You know, and then like a season pass. That's the only case where I think a season pass makes sense.
0: Well, I think like you look at Breath of the Wild that had two different DLCs mm-hmm. and you bought a season pass to, to make sure you got both of them rather than just the one. Right. I, I think like you said, if a, if a single player's game is going to have, you know, significant DLC like extra levels, extra mode, right. not just skins and death animations, yeah. then
1: yeah, season pass makes sense. At least, I'm just <coughs> saying though, death animations, that's a cosmetic thing. Who really cares?
0: It's something that used to be in games for
1: free. Mm-hmm. Or included in the yeah. $60. They are, they are. Also $60 is pretty cheap. Now that I think for the base it. game. Yeah, it should be yeah. 70 Yeah
0: it's it's know death animations are what makes the like especially games like Callisto protocol and dead space like those are fun you look forward to seeing them they're unique they're wacky and gruesome and you know but they're they're a spectacle basically what you're saying is you don't get to be a part of this spectacle unless you give us more money you don't get you don't get the full game unless you give us more money
1: well you're getting a lot of them already you know how much are you getting because
0: it's a very real possibility that you're only getting one death animation. <laughs> Look,
1: games are very expensive to make, mm-hmm. and they're very cheap to buy. And if something's got to be behind a paywall, or, or if they're going to not make something, they're going to hold back some death animations. Like, I'm good. I don't need them.
0: No, I don't. I don't agree with that. I I feel like this is this is harkening back to the 360 and PS3 er uh, era, the Project $10 where single player games would have extra content locked off if you bought the game used. Yeah. Like Arkham City, you couldn't play as Catwoman if you bought it used. Rage, you couldn't access the sewer levels if you bought it used. Yeah. You know, shit like that. The Saboteur, you couldn't. Watch this. You couldn't see the naked boobies. If you now bought that, it. Used.
1: Now that. Like that. Is what prevented people from buying that game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. It's like all, all this crap that like. Doesn't have to be there. But you're doing it anyway. Because you think it's a good way to squeeze a little bit more. Out of your customers. By yeah. giving them FOMO. Yeah. And I, that's. That's I think is. Dickish.
1: I understand i understand yeah i'm just uh, in in these days if it's a cosmetic thing i'm really not upset about it unless it's something like you know star wars like imagine it's like a lightsaber color like green yeah or <laughs> or, or, or all of darth vader yeah <laughs> like, that's like yeah a problem well, yeah
0: when like if you wanted to play as darth vader you have to like pay 20 bucks or spend ten thousand hours in the game yeah or whatever shit yeah.
1: absolutely absurd should we put a big plant back here? I think there should be a big plant. Yeah, you should
0: dig up like little trinkets or something, like liven this place up.
1: I have an idea for uh, I have some. Remember when we were at Long Island Retro? We got yeah. those uh, uh old uh, magazine uh, ads. Yes, I want to get like light frames for them and put them there. You go. Like oh, yeah. behind you and stuff.
0: Are you uh, going to the- their festival that they're doing
1: next week? It's next week?
0: Yeah, it's December 10th.
1: Maybe? Okay. Hey, I'm on Long Island now. <laughs> I could just go to it. Yeah. I don't have to think about it. Sure, whatever. I'll, I'll go to that. <laughs> Screw it. All right. Uh, so what is that exactly? That's just like a flea market kind of thing? Yeah,
0: basically. A lot of the, the same. Mean, that's ve- kind of
1: what Long Island Retro was. Yeah,
0: like. it's a lot of the same vendors from there too, but.
1: Okay, I'll do it. Fuck it. Yeah. Something to do on a Saturday. Actually, go. wait next saturday
0: december 10th yeah
1: yeah i should be able to do all right cool um anyway uh thank you very much to uh zelda remedy for the subscription i appreciate it uh all right Uh, next news we have future DC games will link to movies
0: yes Uh, DC studio co-CEO James Gunn has confirmed that a new DC film universe will be a link to future games that exist in the same canon as reported by Eurogamer Gunn was asked via Twitter um, if the DCEU which now seems to be rebranded as just the DCU um, will incorporate more forms of entertainment down the line to which he replied yes most definitely The DCU will be connected across film and TV and animation, he added. And when another fan asked if there were plans for games to be connected to the DCU as well, Gunn replied plainly, yes. (laughs) Nothing else was said, but it does confirm a trend away from Marvel's strategy of building a shared universe across its films and a separate one across its games. We do know that Gunn and co-CEO Peter Safran uh, begun work on an 8-10 to year plan for DC films, TV shows, animation, and more. However, Meaning, we'll likely see a game or two materialize in this time too. The upcoming Suicide Squad: Kill the T- Justice League won't be part of this same universe, however, as Rocksteady Studios has already confirmed it's part of the Arkham world that includes the Arkham Asylum games. Uh, this says Gotham Knights. It does not include Gotham Knights.
1: Yeah, why would it?
0: It's very confusing because you know, you know, Arkham Arkham Knight it ends with Batman dying. And, yeah. you know, the, what the next generation is going to be. And then Gotham Knights starts with Batman dying mm-hmm. and what the next generation that's is going to be. That's super
1: annoying because those two that's th- those are two games that are clearly, like, named to seem like they're in the same universe. Yeah. So, so you will buy it thinking, the- like, if I like this game, I will like this game. It's to piggyback off of the success of that game. Yeah. But then they're saying they're different universes. Yeah. And also the stories are similar, but they're not. Yeah. That's super annoying. Yeah, it's... But how could you then... Now you have... Now now you're going to have movies to tie these games. Like the movies are going to give a shit what the games are doing. Like, I don't buy that for a second.
0: God, I hate talking about Star Wars on the internet. But (laughs) look at what is currently happening with uh, the Star Wars games. Right. Those are canonical with the current Disney era.
1: They are doing a fantastic job, I will say.
0: I think if you have a dedicated te- a dedicated story team to like look over and like keep track of everything, you can make it work. Yeah. And I think, you know, they have two people who know what they're doing and respect the material enough to want to make this work.
1: But the thing with comics is they're so wacky and there's a billion stories well, that all clash with each other. And... Having the freedom to do because video games are twenty to forty hour stories, yeah. So like having the freedom to do whatever you want within those twenty hours is, I think, very important. And, I and, and being constrained to what's not gonna ruin the movies yeah. might be
0: I, a problem. I agree with you. I think that there's nothing wrong with keeping things separate, like the the Wonder Woman game that Monolith is working on. Mm-hmm. Does this mean now they're going to replace whoever is playing Wonder Woman with Gal Gadot? Like, they're just going to redo the character model to be her? And it's going to tie into whatever Wonder Woman 3 is going to be? Right. I don't want that. I want what they were originally going to do because I want something different from the movies. That's the whole point of, you know, that's the great thing about superheroes is that everyone uh, tells their story differently. Yeah. So the comic book version will be similar but different from the video game version, similar but different from the movie version, so forth and so on.
1: I wouldn't mind having a game or two that ties in with a movie. Yeah. But having, you know, having like a like a like a set of rules, yeah, to, to make it tie into the movies is probably going to be a problem. Yeah. I definitely don't want to see a Batman game in the universe of the the batman yeah you know, or a or i don't want a joker oh god yeah. in the movie <laughs> canon like i don't want that yeah you know i want a gamified yeah. version of that so uh i am very happy that james gunn is taking over this yes. sort of role because yes. they desperately need something like that yeah it and kind of got all over the place yeah
0: now. and i think they finally have a guy who you know likes the source material understands the source material respects the source material um and like like knows how to make it work in a in a cinematic form. Right. Like we've seen his work. Like we know what he can do. He understands the assignment. It
1: so. it seems to be going really well for Marvel to have a guy yeah. who does everything, and it seems to be working really well for for uh, Star Wars. Yes. to have that sort of oversight, right? Because you have a lot of stories going on, a lot of gears turning. Yeah, and, and you know, and and D- DC
0: has two. They have James Gunn and Peter Safran um both of whom like uh are very well respected so hopefully this but this does lead, like not to talk about like the dc movies and stuff this leaves a lot of questions because now henry cavill's back as superman right ben affleck filmed the cameo for aquaman what does this mean for like all the weird stuff like uh matt reeves the batman because that's a separate thing yeah. uh what does this mean for like joker because that's a separate thing like all these separate things that were not connected to like the original universe that Zack Snyder created.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Cause they
0: seem to be like kind of bringing that back, but hopefully
1: in a better way. <laughs> I've been wanting them to retcon everything. Just, just get I know. rid of everything. I like, I like the, the problem is I like the Batman too much.
0: Yeah. I think that they were going down that route where they were like less concerned about connectivity and more just yeah. like do whatever the fuck you want. But now they're back on the connectivity horse. And I don't think that's necessarily the right move.
1: I wouldn't mind them rolling with the Batman and then slowly adding stuff. Yeah, but uh, I don't want another the Joker. They're doing that apparently. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah, I don't I think want it that. It was fine the way it was. Yeah, so leave it at that. Um, I wouldn't mind Henry Cavill still being Superman. He was great. Yeah,
0: he's fine. He was yeah. not the problem with those movies. But you need to reboot it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: definitely. Also, Man of Steel wasn't. Re- was that really an origin? Yeah. I guess yeah. It was. Yeah, it was. yeah. It was an origin. Anyway, uh, last news.
0: Yes. <clears throat> get, get, get prepared <clears throat> for this one. This one's a, you
1: gotta be ready for this one.
0: <clears throat> this- I've been like I've had like, you know, phlegm in my throat since Thanksgiving. It's just been like infuriating. There was the stuff. Every time it I try to talk, it just like up.
1: builds up and like, you know, like, hack it out. I want to note that this article was posted at one in the morning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, News happens fast, Bob. Deus Ex Go and other Square Enix mobile games are shutting down. Within less than a couple of months, you will no longer be able to access Deus Ex Go, the turn-based puzzle game entry in the Cyberpunk dystopian franchise. Deus Ex Go was developed by Square Enix Montreal, which was acquired by the Swedish game company Embracer Group back in May. When Embracer rebranded the studio as Onoma... I forgot how to pronounce this. Onoma... Onoma Onoma, Onoma, Is this nailed French? It.
1: Is this a French thing? No.
0: Oh, we have Montreal.
1: Ah. Onoma uh-huh.
0: was the studio rebranded uh, to Onoma back in October. Reports came out less than a month later that it was going to shut down the mobile games developer. Now, Onoma has announced on Twitter that Deus Ex Go, uh, Arena Battle Champions, Hitman Snipers, The Shadow, and Space Invader uh, Hidden Heroes will no longer be accessible after January 4th of 2023. Further, they will remove, they will be removed from the Google Play and Apple App Stores on December 1st, and you can only play them until their final day if you already have access to if you already have them on your device. That's insane. If you fire up any of those games, you will find that in-game purchases are no longer available as well. You also won't be getting any refunds if you don't use any in-game purchases you still have before the game shut down. Uh, the, the then Square Enix Studio, the then Square Enix Montreal Studio released Deus Ex Go back in 2016 to play. You have you have to move series protagonist Adam Jensen between the nodes on a hexagonal grid and have him hack computers and devices, uh, or activate his augments. Uh, yeah,
1: it's strategy game. And, it's strategy. Game, and, yeah, and Square Enix has had some pretty good mobile games.
0: Yeah, the the whole Go series, Hitman Go, Lara Croft Go, and Deus Ex Go were fantastic. Was that Go series all this developer? Yeah, all well, Square Enix Montreal. S- or like, now
1: on uh, Onoma. I'd like to uh, I'd like to specify that uh, this tweet from Onoma Studios mm-hmm. that explained all this has uh, almost more quote tweets than it has likes. <laughs> uh, so it probably got ratioed a billion times. Yeah, because um, they're basically
0: they're they're pting these games
1: uh hunts vegas says imagine buying a game and then they take it away imagine that yeah that would suck yeah and this is why physical games will always be superior to digital games well that's another that's true, conversation yeah. we're gonna have to talk about uh welcome to the future somebody said <laughs> uh and yeah somebody in the chat also said oh uh squid vorb said can you just sideload them i mean probably probably if you're an android guy yeah uh i don't know if there's like an official way to sideload stuff but yeah if you get the apk you could just do whatever you want uh if people who want to play it will find a way to play it but it it's just ridiculous yeah like like what's the purpose yeah like how much
0: is it really costing them to have deus ex go on the store
1: like, seriously, like, do, do they have to release a new version when there's new versions of Android and, and iOS? Is that... I mean, I mean, I would imagine so.
0: Because that would be a reason. I did see somewhere that Apple does require, like, updates periodically for their... For apps on their app store. Otherwise, they run the risk of being delisted. Right. Um, but even still, like, how, how much work could it possibly be? Deus Ex Go was, like, the biggest one out of these games... Out of these games that they're being that they're taken down too.
1: Oh wait, yeah, there was a big thing with Square Enix, like like Square Enix. Yes, got- they, they sold off a
0: lot of their West uh, Crystal Dynamics, Square Enix Montreal, IDOS. They sold them off to
1: Embracer Group. So that's why they renamed it to Onoma. Yeah, and that's why they're shutting all this down. They're probably going to work yeah. on other stuff. They're probably completely changing the scope of their company.
0: I will also have you know because I have all three Go games on my phone, mm-hmm. and as of right now. Deus Ex Go is the only one that has Onoma as the title sc- on the boot up screen. Lara Croft and Hitman all say Square Enix still.
1: And Deus Ex is going.
0: Yeah. So the one that they updated is the one that they're going to shut down.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: But, okay, so we're keeping Lara Croft Go. We're keeping Lara Croft and Hitman Go, yes.
1: Okay. What was the uh, uh, John Wick game? Was that them? John Wick Hex. No, that was no, uh, somebody else. Thomas that. was alone. Developer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was them. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, that sucks. That sucks yeah. that they, that we're just a lo- losing games, especially on on a phone. Yeah, like, like you don't really hear
0: about that too. Well, much. you don't really hear about it because it happens so often. <laughs>
1: Like not also even... not a lot of people care about mobile games.
0: No, but like there are a lot of really good mobile games that like just don't exist anymore because nobody gives a shit. Like they'll just like shut them down, no questions asked.
1: All right, well that's all the news we have. Yeah, uh, there you go. Maybe I'll be home at a decent hour again. Maybe, or maybe it's time for. A... This one uh, is a video. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how I'm gonna play this, but uh, maybe I'll just blast it into the microphone. Uh, <laughs> this is Dexerto, but they just ripped it from somebody's TikTok. It's a so it's a tweet ah. from a TikTok. Yes, the TikTok is shred Shreddy Mercury. Uh, so I don't know how much you're gonna get this, but uh, it's this is a Call of Duty gameplay. I'll just I'll just uh-huh. let it speak for itself. I'll try to put the speaker up.
0: He just fucking lied to you so hard that i was one shot he did not hit one bullet
1: i just want you to know that all right so the new call of duty has proximity chat okay so if you're talking to your team in game the people you're playing against will hear you talking to your team oh so a thing that happens in call of duty when you see a guy and you get downed hmm if You shoot the other guy a lot. You can tell your team, he's one shot. Hurry up. Get him. He's he's not going to hurt you because you could kill him really quick. Yeah. Uh, And people just say that. Like, he's one shot. He's one shot. Like, come help me quick. Uh, So this guy fucking straight up lied and was like, he's one (laughs) shot. He missed every bullet and was like, he's one shot. So then the other guy came and this guy killed the other guy and told him in proximity. Hey, man, just so you know, your friend fucking lied to you.
0: (laughs) I was not one shot at all. I
1: got you. I got you. There's a little little depth to this. To this I week's, gotcha. This <laughs> layers. Week's of it's got layers. <laughs> anyway, uh another thank you to Mackenzie for the five months and CJ Gabriel for the twenty-three months. Whatever happened to Joey Garbanzo Beans? Was that a guy's name? That was a guy's that name in guy's, chat, wasn't yes. it? I don't know. Are you still around, Joey Garbanzo yes, Beans? We want let to make sure know. that you're okay. <laughs>
0: Or leave a comment over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash wolfdenpodcast. Speaking of which, yes, we got to answer some,
1: uh, some comments. I think he was a commenter. I don't I think, think so. He was a, I don't think he was a uh, yeah. a chatter. Uh, but in the chat, Woogie Water says, hey, Bob and Will, did you catch the new Rick and Morty? A couple chuckles brought Bob to mind. Oh God! Nobody. Oh God! I haven't seen Rick and Morty in years. I I was so stoked for Rick and Morty when it was coming out. Yeah, because I liked uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, and I thought the humor was good, having like the improv, like yeah. cartoon stuff. Uh, and then I watched two episodes and nothing ever. Again. Yeah, and I loved it. I loved the two episodes that I watched. But I'm just
0: really bad. I at was watching catching stuff. like a clip here and there, and then I'm just like, I can't keep up with this mm-hmm. shit.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. How do I read the comments? (laughs) Discord. I know. I forget how I. I think I have to. Oh, I know. Okay. I got it. I got it. I have have separate accounts. Oh. Because. Okay. So a little behind the scenes here. (laughs) To show what's happening on screen, I am discorded into this other computer. Right. That's showing what's on my laptop right here. So I have. It's a, it's a very complicated yes. setup here. This multi-billion-dollar setup we have going on here. <laughs> anyway, uh, from last week's wolf den podcast, we have Low Life Exec. What do we talk about? Oh, Black Friday. Just. Yes. Low Life Exec said, "When I was at Best Buy last week, I saw the digital game table." I played with it and saw what was available on it and oh my god they have so much dude I'm telling you the thing is amazing when my boyfriend and I get our own place we are getting that thing for sure we will have it in our living room and it will be my pride and joy there you go digital game table I
0: think I know what they're talking about did
1: we did we looked at it and I think I said that looks like oh there it is oh the one up arcade yes <laughs> okay it's it's $900 oof <clears throat> What's the what's? Is it gonna say what games it has? Oh, it's got board games. Yeah, I remember. Oh, I was like, "Fuck yeah, this yeah. thing!" It's got board games. <laughs> hey man, do not
0: underestimate how big board games are.
1: No, I get it. People like board games. Yeah. I'm not one of them. <laughs> yeah, we're not. I nerds want video games.
0: We're cool kids.
1: <laughs> here's, 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 here's the reviews on One Up Arcade website. Very good, fun, cool, love it i love it my favor nice okay i love it my favor
0: (laughs) they're uh they're a different breed the board gamers
1: i'm digging this neat (laughs) fucking fraudulent one-up arcade reviews Uh, can i see the games that are on it give me a list of games i don't want to sign up for your newsletter is it clue
0: can i play clue on it (laughs) I genuinely enjoy Clue.
1: It has Wi-Fi and online connectivity. Okay. It looks like board games. Connect 4, life, I think it looks like. There you go. Sorry. Operation. Okay. There are, okay. It has Monopoly. There are a lot of um, board so games. So they, they
0: have the, the, the mainstream games. They don't have any of the cool games like uh Cthulhu's Nightmare or Operation on the Orient Express or, you know, Diver Down or um, you know, I'm making all of these up by the way i thought, which, I, but... I was
1: like is that the one <laughs> you're not gonna believe this they have chess
0: oh wow so you know
1: they're serious anyway banana bear games says talking about magic in books you guys should read i uh, should really read Mistborn. then it's magic but it has rules they eat metal beads and use different metals to give them different powers i will not be
0: doing that But I don't like that.
1: That sounds (laughs) stupid as hell.
0: Well, no, I mean I mean it sounds weird reading a one sentence summary of it, but like adding rules to magic and like making it so you you can only use magic if you have a special potion. Like that like I can I can get behind that. Like that that makes sense. No,
1: I I I agree. Yeah. But but eating a
0: metal That's a little wacky. Yeah, is
1: weird and wacky. Yeah. Uh, Strix Burke says, "I do enjoy you guys doing this passive window shopping for me. Premium background noise for work and, or chores. Appreciate you and the things you do. Thank, Thank you, you, Strix Burke." That sounded like a fake One Up arcade review, <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate it. Mega Dragon One Hundred and One says, "Will I don't understand what the fuck is going on in movie five me order of the phoenix is about the aftermath of voldemort uh, rev- 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 revival where the ministry of magic is trying to make people think dumbledore doesn't know what the heck he's talking about and that he's just a grumpy old man with dumbledore trying to build an army to fight the dark lord while having to keep distance with harry in fear of voldemort f- hearing f- hearing him in Okay. I get Order of the Phoenix is the longest of the Harry Potter books, but that doesn't mean it isn't a complicated story to follow. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Honestly, in my opinion, you don't have to read any of the books to understand any of the Harry Potter movies. Just because you understand it doesn't mean it's not complicated.
0: It's the longest of the Harry Potter books. Okay, sure, I'll, I'll believe you. But I think it's the shortest of the movies, so they leave a lot out. They leave a lot of shit out. A lot of shit that was important that like would have made a much better
1: movie, that would have made much more sense. And I didn't see I didn't I wasn't following you from when you said Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you. It's complicated. Yeah. It's and and you know what you know what I think we didn't talk about another one of my biggest problems with magic is that everything's fucking made up, and they talk about things that happened like you're supposed to know? Yeah, but they and they sound really like like floral and complicated. But it's just like window dressing, like it's supposed to yeah. be. And they do that in Star Wars, too. They do. But in Star Wars, for some reason, I'm like, ooh, what was the Old Republic? Yeah. I need to now go to Wikipedia. Well, because when they do it in fucking Harry Potter, I'm like, I can't carry the show, it or get out of here. Well, because in Star Wars, they do it like right. There's
0: like a one sentence explanation of what happens, and then like, other people go out and like explain it. And Harry Potter in the books at least, that's like pages upon pages upon pages of like exposition. And then like in the movies, it's like they they just ignore it and go on. Or they like they do the Fantastic Beast series to explain it and nobody fucking likes the
1: Fantastic Beasts movies. Well, I mean like when they're like many Bothans died to bring us this information. Like, what's a Bothan? Now yeah. I need to know that. Well, am I supposed to know what that word means? Yeah. And they do that in like magical stuff. Yeah. And especially Harry Potter. And I'm like I don't know. I'm <laughs> lost, but in Star Wars, I'm cool with it, and yeah. I understand. I'm like that's probably an alien race that I'm not supposed to know about. Yeah.
0: Anyway, hi guys. Hey, how hey, are you guys how you doing? doing? Uh, we're not Harry Potter guys. Hey, Harry. I feel bad because, like, I did like Harry Potter. I did like the Harry Potter movies up until that point, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it just soured me on the entire experience.
1: My problem is that I was always dragged to it yes by a girlfriend at I, re- the time.
0: I remember i think you wound up seeing the second movie like four times
1: because like, like, different <laughs> friends wanted to see it and you kept going and i kept going fuck yeah why am i watching this <laughs> i saw fantastic beasts f- with work people really the first fantastic beast when that came out yeah. i don't know why and i was like okay i was fine <laughs> i didn't know what the hell was going on then either yeah Anyway, hi. I'm in the chat. Welcome, hey. everybody. Say some things that are interesting that'll get us uh, t- uh, pro- provoked to to talk yeah. about stuff. Uh, somebody said hello to us. Where was it? It's uh, the the Konami man says
0: it's Cluedo. Will oh, in uh, maybe in other parts of the world, but here in America, it's Clue. Are you? cluedo sounds
1: like the copyright free version
0: (laughs) no it is in europe it's called cluedo
1: interesting yeah i like what you've done with the studio thanks it's still a work in progress but we did a lot there's a i drilled the lights into the walls so they're not on (laughs) they're not standing anymore they are up there and they are not moving (laughs) I, i i made an error though this wall i wanted to put like the rolling like Film, like like the like the backdrop. Yeah. Like so that you can roll like paper down. And I put the light up so now you can't. You ah. <laughs> can't put the, that shit on there anymore. Uh, I put up soundproof. You see the soundproofing? I did. I noticed that. Uh, this is also some soundproofing. Like this that. is just uh, uh, cosmetic though because the wall is soundproof already. Oh, wow, there you go. Uh, I also took the door off. There's a door <laughs> literally right here. That's why the shot's so tight. Uh, yeah, I took the door off because you can't get it, you know, you can't open it. The only other thing is we, we're waiting on a... A uh, oh, Thrill House is in the chat. He's making us a nice little center console thing oh. for the mics. The only problem... Thrill House, I think that one's wide, which is good. Because when we put two, like, mic things on here, they hit each yeah. other. The back of them hit each other, which is a problem. Although the way you have yours now, I feel like a second one wouldn't hit. Maybe. I need a, We need to mess with that. After. Yeah. Um. Bob, PS Plus Premium is the best deal with all the two-hour game trials. They keep adding more and more mm. to. I regularly only play two hours of a game, so now I have I save some money. That
0: is a good feature that they don't advertise enough. True, because I think I do I do firmly believe that all games should have demos because those are a much more effective um, preview of a game than a trailer. Right. Um, so that is something I feel like they need to prioritize in their marketing of PlayStation plus. Right. And maybe like roll out a, a kind of feature like that in the regular PlayStation plus or even free because I think people should
1: have access to a demo of a game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love when there's a demo on the eShop or something because I frequently just want to try it before I, 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 I play it. So, two-hour game trial is great. Yeah. That being said, I want to cancel my subscription because I never fucking use it. Uh, It
0: used to be required that all Xbox Live Arcade games on the Xbox 360, every single one, had to include a demo of some kind. And then on the Xbox One, they got rid of that.
1: It is very uh, annoying as a developer to have. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: Yeah. no. And I know all the reasons why they don't. Because you're basically putting more time to create an extra level for a game. And like, what if the demo is bad but the game is good yeah
1: you know that that can skew sales and stuff yeah yacht club has a strict policy of no demos which is interesting which is interesting because the mean of the hollower demo Mm -hmm. that i played that was only for press yeah is awesome yeah and i think everybody should get to try that yeah (laughs) um but it did have bugs so like i guess like you know like they're not convinced the general public won't uh, uh had issues with the bugs. Uh, also, can you say my name, my screen name, when reading my message? So when I play the podcast in the car my with my wife, she will know how fucking cool I am. Flow797. Okay. Sorry, I didn't read that. Yeah. Um, Thrill House says, uh, the new little mic stand we're getting is 22 inches wide. Okay. Which is significantly bigger than this. I mean, yeah. It's like twice the size. Of this, so <laughs> we're going to be further apart. Okay. Um, Anyway, I like how it looks like you are in the same room. Very good special effects. Watch this. Wow. That was yeah. crazy. <laughs> My hand just passed through yours. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when free demos were incentives to buy other games like Zone of Enders and Metal Gear Solid that's true. 2. Says the Konami man.
0: Yes, that's true. Who, who
1: mentioned Konami Yes.
0: Yeah. The Zone of the Enders came with a demo from Metal Gear Solid 2. Yes. Uh, it was basically the entire tanker section. And that sold copies of Zone of the Enders.
1: Yeah, And that game is not a good game. No. I tried playing it because I like Kojima so much. It's not good.
0: Apparently the second one is A, completely
1: different, and B, much better. I don't think... I think I tried. And yeah. It wasn't good. Warzone 2 has yet to fill the hole in my heart from this breakup. Alas, I will keep trying. Sorry, Luibic. Yeah. I think it was... Luibic and somebody else in the chat uh, was complaining that their girlfriend broke up with them and they were like, um uh, it's nice t- to be here to take my mind off of the breakup. Yeah. And then Hannah came down. She's like, I got cookies. And then she was like, <laughs> "Hanging out. <I'm> like, wow. <laughs> and they were like, oh no. Oh man. I will say I've been playing Warzone 2. I'm fucking horrible at it all yeah. of a sudden. And uh I really miss Warzone 1. It's not really? the same at all. Oh, it, wow. I don't like it. Oh no. I do want to keep playing it and try to get a little yeah. better, but I I'm not happy with it. Maybe I got to try mouse and keyboard because I've been so I haven't played a shooter with a controller in months. Yeah. And that's what I usually go for, but I don't know. The the problem with Call of Duty is, is it's it's a lot about movement. Yeah. And a controller helps with that a lot. So, I I, I don't know how I feel no banana suit says i'm enjoying it more once i've gotten my footing i need footing very really bad aim assist on controller is off the charts that's what i mean i i like i used to play call of duty with a controller now i'm playing valorant with the mouse and keyboard i feel like i might have to give mouse and keyboard a try but the problem is with mouse and keyboard i have to think about what button i want to press yeah because i don't know where all the buttons are it's not second nature to me
0: uh Mark Holla asks, why do you feel that 3D Pokemon games are popular compared to 3D Digimon games when Digimon games are better? Uh, it doesn't have the same brand value. No. Uh, di- also, it's a serious question. What is the
1: best Digimon game? People go nuts for Digimon games.
0: But, like, so I watched the Jaden animation where she tried to play a Digimon game and she asked, like, what's the Digimon game you recommend? And everybody gave a different answer. <laughs> I, I and they were all, like, it, low, low Metacritic scores. So. Oh, oh,
1: my God. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, I always perceived Digimon as the knockoff Pokemon. Yeah. Was I wrong in that assessment? I'm asking, Will, not an EU. <laughs> <laughs> knockoff in terms of... Well, like, back in the day, it it seemed to try to take the same trajectory that Pokemon did. Pokemon had a game when right. they made an anime and then they were a blockbuster hit. Right. And it seemed like Digimon was like, we have the game. Yeah. Oh, wait, Pokemon made an anime. We got to do that now.
0: It was definitely riding that wave, mm-hmm. but I feel like there, and now I'm not going to be able to think of a single example, but I feel like there were a lot of things that were trying to ride Mega the Pokemon
1: Man. wave. Mega Man.
0: Oh, Battle Network, Battle Network. Yeah. Yeah. And like others that I can't think of. But yeah, there were there were a lot of things trying to ride that wave. I think there was a Crash Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon GBA game. It was like Crash Purple and Spyro Orange, and they were like sister games that can like go back and forth between each other, like Pokemon Red and Blue.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like even they were in on it. Uh Mark Hollis says Digimon story cyber sleuth. And then K Jack immediately says, I tried Cyber Sleuth hated it and dropped it after not very long. I have heard, I had heard that that was a good I one. have
0: heard like Jaden Animations mentions that in in um in her video like most people say that but that's not like a traditional Digimon game. Mm.
1: So The last one that came out was Survive and yeah. I heard not great things. Um <laughs> uh, apparently that's a visual novel. Uh M Skeleton says, "Bob, would you recommend the Kit King Kong controller?" Or the 8-bit do ultimate one that you did a video on recently it depends on what you want i think the 8-bit do ultimate controller is an all-around better controller i think the gully kit controller is very cool because of the macro functionality if you don't care about the macro functionality i think the 8-bit do controller is probably a better controller i do kind of like the buttons on the gully kit a little better but Overall, again, I think the do is a better controller. You do also have the option. You have you get a fucking dock with it. <laughs> you get the uh, uh, the dongle. The dongle you can have 2.4 gigahertz, which is what I'm doing now. Cause, uh, so I left this out of the video, but apparently the dock has USB pass through. Okay. So you plug the dock into your switch, oh. and then you turn the 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 controller to 2.4 gigahertz mode, okay. and it's always connected. Oh wow. Yeah. So and I think it also wakes the switch up. Oh because, wow. Because of yeah. that So uh I leave the dock plugged into the switch and I just yeah. put the controller up and it's good to go. That's cool. It's fucking awesome. Um uh, I will say uh, other people are mentioning this. Uh the Gully kit does support more platforms. So it has X input. That's okay. important too, but that also might not matter to you, because again, the APEID do one. If you get the one that's for Switch, uh, a lot of PC games support it anyway. A lot of PC games yeah. support the Pro controller, so it's really not that big of a deal. Uh,
0: Dark Spider David says the death animations locked behind a season pass, combined with the review embargo lifting the night before release day, has me concerned for Callisto. Uh, I didn't know about that, that. The embargo was the night before. That when they were trying to hold it off until like the eleventh hour. They're trying to hide something. Yeah, someone's
1: not right there. Yeah. I mean, I have faith because it's, you know, the uh, people yeah. that made Dead, Dead Space, Space yeah. doing their own thing. Doing Dead Space. Yeah, uh, but there's potential for failure. Yeah. Didn't that guy uh, go on Wired and do one of those, like, ask a game dev or something?
0: He, I think he went He on went something like that where he, he explained how they did uh, the scene in Dead Space where the tentacle grabs you. And like pulls you into the hole Because apparently
1: that was really fucking complicated to do mm-hmm. In the 360 days uh, Will do you think A DCEU MCU crossover Is possible Yeah
0: when uh, Warner Brothers finally sells DC To Disney Because <laughs> they're just divesting everything right now I Yeah think, that'll happen
1: I think in 20 years yeah, You might see a hint of something Yeah, Maybe even a nod
0: I mean think of this Thor is technically public domain. True. <laughs> so they could reference the Norse god of Thor. He yes. just has to look significantly different from Chris Hemsworth.
1: Mm-hmm. So Liam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mr. Danny Reyes says, Do you all feel like all games that have come out this year have come out incomplete except for God of War? Um, I think this is a lot of incomplete games. Yeah. I wouldn't say all. I, I we we had a episode where we talked about all the game of the year stuff and i wasn't impressed with a lot of stuff. yeah
0: i don't know i just feel like i i've i haven't played many 2022 games this year Uh, the ones i have Shredder's Revenge felt complete and Rollerdrome felt complete but those are those smaller indie games yeah. you know they're not you know they're not beholden to the same like stringent release dates as like you know sonic frontiers or call of duty are
1: right so right. okay well i think we're done here guys yeah thanks for hanging
0: out oh we got a uh, we got one under the wire Make 90, off of the bits. Fox with 90 bits hey wolf bro sorry that i haven't caught a stream for months but i thought i would just stop by and say hi oh, uh on. side note i'll be in the city for five days to see fish for the nye run and need help deciding what to fill my time with Keep up the great work.
1: Seeing fish and I need help deciding what to fill my time with. Yeah. Was oh with with wait, was oh, with in New York? Is that yeah. what you're trying to say? Uh go to uh Food Gallery 32, the Korean food court. That's a great spot. Um that's also by Madison Square Garden. I assume yes. they're gonna be playing Madison Square Garden. Um fucking hit up uh kino Cunha, the bookstore hit up nintendo new york city yes definitely do that uh Uh -uh. that's my normal route yeah (laughs) jnl game is is uh Mm -hmm. is kind of in that route also uh chelsea market is always great yes chelsea market is great that's a little further but i also approve with chelsea market uh uh uh, st mark's yes all that shit Mega Dragon with 100 bits. So what did you bros get for Black Friday? That's a good question. That is a good question. I got absolutely nothing. I got a lot more stuff than I thought I was going to get. We had a list and I I had Dark Type. He he sent me the list of things that I said I wanted to get and I uh didn't buy any of them.
0: The only I, I did get the Calabonga collection. Mm-hmm. So that's coming. Uh got a couple of figures that were on good sale. Uh apparently, you know that um Sandis drive that you have? Yeah. Uh, front on their website they just sell- dropped it. <laughs> on their website they were selling like the terabyte version of it or like a, a similar drive for only like fifty four bucks.
1: Fifty-four?
0: Yeah. So I snagged that real quick. Fuck. Yeah. Um What I I didn't get like a lot of stuff. I got like little little things here and there. Mm-hmm. And most of the stuff I bought wasn't even a Black
1: Friday sale, it was just stuff I needed for the house that day. Yeah, no, I got a lot of stuff for the house, but none yeah. of it was a Black Friday deal. There was a really good deal on a Logitech Superlight mouse. Yeah. It was $85, and that mouse is usually $150. Yeah. And then I went to my P.O. box, and a Glorious sent me a Superlight mouse. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to spend $85. There were
0: two mics. microphones that I was thinking of getting, because they were both on good sale, and they were both good microphones, but I decided to hold off and wait for like 'Cause they were side address and I wanted ones like this where you speak directly into it. Right, right, right. Um, there is there was a mixer that is on sale now that I want to talk to you about after the chat, see if you think it's a good one. Okay. So other than that, yeah.
1: I still have a lot to do over here. <laughs> uh like i I I've been I've just been getting boxes every day. I gotta fucking yeah. stop.
0: Anyway, thanks for hanging out, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, the Wolfden Podcast is every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on twitch.tv slash wolfden. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash wolfdenpodcast, so you can go and check us out over there on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on anchor.fm slash wolfdenpodcast, or your preferred podcast service of choice. But no matter where you get the show from, folks, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on all of those respective platforms.
1: Hey, I'm uh, going to be streaming on Thursday here on Twitch. Uh, and uh, we're going to be doing a bunch of giveaways throughout the month of uh, December. Thanks to a very special sponsor. You might have to download a plugin for Chrome. But oh I mean, you know, it's going to give away a lot of stuff, Yeah, all right? uh and that'll start on thursday i don't want to say anything yet because you know i want to make sure it's all official yeah. first, but there's a lot of cool shit going on they, they're, they're they're really hooking it up so uh come over to twitch.tv slash wolfden at some point during the month of uh uh december while we're live and you might you'll hear about it on the podcast probably at some point uh thanks for being here check out wood he's streaming pokemon uh and we'll see you all later goodbye bye